Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater for this one-shot edition of Cthulhu Dark. My name is Jeremy, and I've been playing Marsden Phoenix. This is Jeff, and I've been playing Darius Milson. This is Ellie playing the Taco Bell obsessed Bon Bolton. <laughs> My name is Aaron playing Jason Dalton. I'm Jordan, and there ain't nothing wrong with Taco Bell. <laughs> so as we last left off, Darius was being held prisoner by some very nasty creatures. Yep, they're aliens. <laughs> And the other three had been trying to win the argument of who, where they were going to go. Either the police station, which wasn't looking out that well, or to find the aliens, which two against one. And then there was the vote for Taco Bell, but that didn't really go over as well as we would have hoped. But no. you, you wound up in the middle of a dark and deserted area near a TV broadcast antenna looking for aliens. Looking for aliens. <laughs> and Marsden, you jumped out of the car. You're done with these two idiots. Pretty much. Is he still in earshot, though? That depends on how, how far loud? I get before you start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> or how far he gets before he starts screaming. Oh, I'm already screaming. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, or how far we get before we hear uh, Darius screaming. So, as you're jogging, you start hearing jogging footsteps behind you, keeping pace. The flapping of a hospital gown. <laughs> I've done a 10K. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't see you keep jogging. Okay. Sound of another individual keeping pace on your right starts on the gravel. And you hear the, like the snap, hiss of a TV. Hey, sprints. Immediately starts into a sprint. Okay. Go ahead and roll two dice for that. Actually, roll three. Now, is it just the inside dice that needs to be higher? Yeah. That's Jordan's dice, so I think I'm safe. No! Four. I got two sixes. That's great. So, as you're running... It sounds like they're closing in on you, right? But you're able to, to keep up a pretty good distance. You've run competitively in high school. You were like a long, long distance runner. And also, you still run uh, your fair amount of half marathons on the weekends. You're doing the like the rock star marathon, half marathon program where you go to different cities and run the different half marathons. So you're doing that pretty well. Your goal is to run in every state. And you're, you've got about five knocked off so far. Have you seen that, that cop video of them chasing down this uh, assailant on the side of the road? I'm that cop. <laughs> <laughs> the one who comes back from like behind all the cars and books it and tackles yeah, the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
you start hearing this like raspy leathery sound from up above and it swoops down as it gets closer you can feel the oxygen draining away from around you and this unsettling cold just begins to seep into your bones past the warmth of the heat buildup from running and you start shivering uncontrollably so I imagine he's going to just try and push through as much as he can. But I guess since the oxygen is getting sucked out, he's eventually just starts stumbling. Yeah. Still trying to keep going, but ends up like half stumbling, trying to push himself back up, and eventually just dropping to a knee, trying to push back up. Black spots are starting to close in your vision. Need to black. Jason, you're pretty happy just to walk it right into the jaws of doom. They're aliens. Yeah, I know. So I'm ready to meet the aliens. Bon, how do you feel about that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It wasn't an alien. It was my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I might have had some, like, uh, Little Debbie cakes in the Beetle. This is important information. I thought you knew that. I didn't think you liked Little Debbie cakes. I'll like anything right now. Well, if you want, you can head back. The car's back, you know, quarter mile. Or the donuts at the police station. (laughs) 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 And then, so I'll I'll meet you up in in a little bit. I'll meet you at the end of this road. Okay, cool. So you can head back and get your get get your snack cakes, and I'll meet you at the end. Okay. Okay. Wait, toss me your keys. Okay. I open the front. Sweet! There's six packs! Half of what my us- I usually eat, but that'll be that'll be fine. How do you not have diabetes? <laughs> One of my many skills. 16-year-old. Yeah. 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 I shove them into my many pockets, and I close it, and I start to head back. When you close the hood of the car, guess what's on the other side? Two A TVs. whole buffet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> A whole buffet of two heads. Where are they standing in comparison to the car? They're right there. Fine. Yeah. Heavenly Father. Who art in heaven? Hallowed be thy name. Thy aliens come. <laughs> thy will be undone. On earth as it is in Yagoth. I'm going to back up slowly. Give us this day our daily mushroom. A little bit faster. And lead us not to the police station. <laughs> so i'm gonna back up slowly a little faster a little faster and i'm gonna break off into a full sprint mr dalton the sound of little debbie rappers (laughs) go ahead and make me go ahead and go ahead and roll me a single die have you ever tried to run with little debbie snack cakes in your pockets it's not as easy as you think at least it's not sun chip bags (laughs) oh my god Okay, so you're able to keep ahead of the... We'll call them what they are. You're able to keep ahead of the aliens. I don't know if you think they were aliens. I was just... <laughs> well, I didn't. I definitely thought I'm going to casually break out one of my Debbie cakes because I'm getting really anxious. I'm going to continue to munch on one of my Debbie cakes as I'm running. Well, that is the worst idea I have ever heard of. That's, that's definitely teenager logic right there. I'm just going to eat this crummy, bready thing while I'm trying to breathe and run at the same time. So I'm running. Okay. Mr. Dolan! Mr. Dolan! 
the aliens here? You're right there. They're right behind us. Run! Hi, Mr. Aliens! What? Oh this is not the time for introductions. Run! You keep running. You keep running. I'll hold them off. So you're standing stock still, and it comes up right behind you. Here's Johnny. <laughs> no, here's Jason. Johnny is his first name, and he doesn't go by it. <laughs> I see. You start feeling tendrils wrapping around your neck. Would you like to roll a die? Would you like to roll two die? Would you like to choke on little Debbie cakes and tendrils? Two die? <laughs> go ahead and throw in the third one. Uh, yeah. Yep. You're being choked by alien tendrils. Ty goes to the defender. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> you see a surgery where they take the gun put it up against your anatomy. And then they cut from the back to the front of your head. Take off your top, put it to the side, and they scoop out what's in, and they put it in a jar. And they close up the jar, and they put it in a television, and then they blast it in this No! I whip around, throw in my arm to get the tentacles off, and I start trying to run away. All three. Yeah. I rolled a six. So as you're struggling, you shouldn't have really taken this neck because all of the cellophane makes it really easy to hear where you're going. And all of a sudden, just dropping like, out of the trees are these crustacean-like creatures. Sebastian? Under the mountain. Under the mountain! That's where their blood is, flowing like fountains. Under the mountain! <laughs> that was clever. I, like it. I really like it. Are they coming towards me? Or are they just dropping? Yes, they're dropping on me. Like giant ticks falling from the sky. Uh, you had to go there. The tendrils began at your neck. They start to lash around and around and around. Tell you're a mummy. What are you doing? Stop struggling, Bond. Stop struggling. So they're starting to drop on you as well. Go ahead and roll an insight die. It's a six. It's a six. Were you at a five? <laughs> yeah. Oh oh. Oh. I mean, I was already pretty close to snapping. Let's be honest. Oh man. <laughs> snap, snap, snapping. So. I will allow you to describe how you go absolutely off the rails, but I will give you one piece of information. Do you want the information before or after you go crazy? After. Okay. The floor is yours. So they're dropping on me? Yes. I mean, I guess the big thing is I am standing there laughing maniacally, arms over my head. I'm like, yes! Yes! Take me with you! Take me with you! <laughs> That's how I'm, I've lost it. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you lost it. Your new friends are called the Nico. They're actually my new friends? Of course! See? They want to take you to Yaga and be friends with you. I'm not insane, I gained ultimate insight. <laughs> you are 
ascended. Fond, you wake up. You're hanging upside down from the roof of a cave over an operating theater. And next to you is Mr. Phoenix and your good friend, Mr. Milson. Great. My favorites. I still expect that report tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be we're on all, your desk. We're all awake. Yes. Marson's like, I hate you guys so much right now. Oh, what? We should have gone to the police station? Yep. Are we, like, bound? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hanging upside down by your feet. Gotcha. So all of your little Debbie snacks probably fell out of your pockets and are on the floor of the cave. What a waste. Wait, where's Mr. Dalton? You see a tube sitting next to a beheaded naked body. There are some clothes lying next to it, just kind of like ripped off casually. And it's a plaid shirt with some blue jeans. Some very nice boots. Mr. It's Mr. Dalton. Just... <laughs> Man, that would go up your nose. Uh, it would. That would, uh. oh, that would burn. Starts vomiting even more. Bring, and passes out again. They bring out Phillips. What was his name, Phillips? The one that came to the hospital was Phillips. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Ellis. They're all like hanging in different parts of the room. And you can see these creatures, these crustacean like fungal smelling monstrosities from who knows where and who knows when crawling along and like crawling down people's bodies and like bouncing a little bit seeing how wiggly they are and then like slipping them off and then carrying them down the walls and taking them to the operating theater splattered in blood and gore and viscera and it doesn't look antiseptic at all as they start to Cut off the heads, the decapitate like the crown, and remove the brain, and you know, into the jar, the giant brain jar, seal it up, and then put in the televisions. Why don't you go ahead and roll me inside, everybody? Yeah, sure. Everybody die now. You're remarkably resilient. So are you. <laughs> I rolled a five all night. I would might add. And you were at a five already. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for that sex. Freak <laughs> out as all get out. Because you can do whatever you want. They come for each of your friends one at a time. They come and they hang like a spider, like right in front of your face. Do you come willingly? Do I have a choice? Yes. What are my options? To come willingly. Or what? To come willingly. Later. I'll come. So they cut you down. Do you come willingly? He spits. Go ahead and roll an insight. Two! Your police training is holding up quite nicely. It is. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Do you come willingly? Apparently not. Why don't we watch some television? And they bring a smaller CRT television and hang it so that it's upside down. It's relative, facing relative you. So you're looking at it right side up, right? And they turn it on and they start playing these images of outer space. Either they've brought down to the assembly line. Bon is just exhausted and tired and 
ever since he saw that vision, he's given up hope. Marsden's been saying, um, I'm over ESPN kind of guy, and I think uh, this guy over here, Darius, he's more probably the History Channel kind of guy. Can we uh, can we get uh, somebody to change the dial real quick? No response. Hey, or a remote or something? And it shows you a galactic war waging between these crustacean-like things and beings they used to worship. These horrible monstrosities and you can see system after system after galaxy just falling right and left until they're driven to this small infinitesimal star on the edge of a spinning disk of stars and they find the most remote planet furthest away from the stars in the shadows of the universe they build their own home there Go ahead and two of you roll inside. Three. Three. You guys are hard nuts to crack. These are your dice. You want some other ones? Here, this one rolls sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Mars is going to speak up. It's like, yeah, I'm usually all for a good underdog story, but uh, I think we got the roles reversed here. I think uh, we're the underdogs, so uh, that's what I'm rooting for. You're getting closer and closer in line. I'm gonna try to look out and see who's in front of me if I recognize anybody. <laughs> it's dying. It immediately rolls a one. <laughs> okay. And at this point, they've kind of got you open. They don't have. They're not too many constraints on you. They, just as long as you stay within the, the pen. So you see this familiar silhouette a few people ahead of you. Email or mail? Mail. Dad? Turn around. Dad, is that you? Juan? Why aren't you making dough? Why is the oven cold? Dad, you have to help me. Help me get out of here. I know you can. Get out of what? Don't you see where we are? Dad, please. Go ahead and roll your inside back. Oh! There it is. That's six. The ghost of your father has a few choice words to say to you. There is no getting out of here. Because there is no here. This is an illusion. This is a stain upon reality. This is something that could be wiped away by the single step of a great deity that walks across the plane of existence. You are nothing but a speck of dust, world that means nothing to anybody. I wish I had never been born, and I wish that you had never been carried by your mother. Go ahead. Are there aliens next to me? There are aliens all around you. The Migo are sick. They're rotting from the inside out. Hmm. What weapons are they carrying? They have their claws and they have their spores. I'm gonna start pretending to make a pizza crust and just start pretending to flip pizzas in the air. Juan is going to walk towards one of the aliens and say, I have pizza, it's ready. It's fresh out of the oven. I just made it. I'll look at my dad. Dad, you're proud, right? You're proud. You're proud. I begin to flip harder. Faster. Here's more toppings, dad. More toppings. I'm, what do you want, sir? What do you want? Anything you want from the store? Anything? Anything at all? Bag of chips with your order. Nine ninety-five. Nine ninety-five. Flip. Flip. 
<sighs> Green slices is what I want. He was never proud of you. Now be a good little specimen. Go to the front of the line. Bond's hands drop to his side and he turns around and starts to walk away. Turn back around. Grab, grabs the alien's claws and stabs it through his stomach. Now as you do that, your father tosses the dough in the air. I guess I'll have to finish it without you. Say one last, I'm sorry, mother. You can see what's happening down in the pen. And you see uh, just going crazy, both of you. And this is this is a, a kid that you had high hopes for. Yeah. Like he was one of the smartest in your class. And he really understood what history was all about. You know, and to see what has happened, like all of the stresses that he's gone through, like his father dying while working in their family store, their mother all of a sudden succumbing to a disease that nobody knows anything about, you know, and then he breaks at the hands of some incomprehensible horror that is beyond this guy. Roll your inside. Five, really? You're just going to have to suffer more. Marsden, kind of he sees what's happened does that thing where he close you close your eyes like like he's upset at what he just saw but then he snaps right back and it's like the cgi is crap in this movie i want a refund <laughs> this is so fake i can see the strings on your little spaceships <laughs> <laughs> would you have a five-year-old do these sounds i hear pew pew in the background come on so you're just trying to deny it as much as you can He's digging in mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll an inside die. See how well that, that fortification holds. Oh! No. He goes up to five. And your friend, this cop that you don't really know that well. <laughs> My friend. <laughs> you would like to your think... Your only friend at this point. Your only friend. Yeah. The only person that you know has just seemed to gone a little off the edge. I'm already close to the I end. know. I mean, it's just, that idea... The idea that you could, like, see someone like that just all of a sudden have their mental defenses just crack. What do you think this history, this historical event will do to the future of humanity? Destroy it? That's all they're doing is destroying humanity. Are they? They're not destroying it. They're decapitating it and sending its brains into outer space. But those brains live. They go beyond. This is the way that people can travel. Don't you want the human race to continue? Yes, to grow not into like something this. beyond? Not how, like this. how do you know there's another way? This is it. This is what you've got. You all live on this tiny little dust mode and you have not paid attention to your past at all. You are not learning from your I mistakes. Try to teach them. You, are you are doing the same things over and over and over again. There is nothing you can do. You are doomed from the very beginning. There is nothing left that you have here. You might as well try your luck in the further reaches of the galaxy. There is nothing here. You are a stain upon the underwear of the world. How are you doing, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> I am from Texas. <laughs> Just gonna let them sit there for a second. How are you doing, Texas? 
We're not talking about the cowboys here. I try to teach them. I try to teach them everything. You did such a horrible job. You're a failure. You don't deserve they'll to call yourself. Learn. No, they'll never learn because they're incapable of it. I they're just there. they're just like you. Go ahead and roll your insight die. <laughs> One of the creatures comes skittering up to you. Can I just fight it and die? Sure, if you want. You have to get free first. I can't do that. I'll start swinging back and forth. You know, get some momentum going. Okay. Try and break loose. Okay. Go ahead and roll your die. Like human die? Your human die. Oh, that's a one. You can try again and add your inside die. Uh-huh. And then you can try as many times as you'd like. Oh, six. He got a six. <laughs> On your inside die? On my inside die. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and describe what happens. Well, I start swinging back and forth, and one of the creatures jumps on me and starts crawling down from my feet and sticks its face in front of mine, and I... Swing my head forward and headbutt it, and it swings back and comes in and like screeches in my face, and I just lose my sanity, just start screaming and wailing and thrashing back and forth in my bonds until it snaps, and I am writhing on the ground. Yeah, you fall head first. Your brains are not even usable. Marson shakes his head and is like, A teacher? Really, guys? Come on. He's a big threat. Okay. The teacher is a big threat to you guys. Alright. I'm ready. I'm ready. I've seen enough. I'm ready to come down now. I'm ready. I'm next. Anybody? No? Euler. Euler? Euler? <laughs> you guys were all for it like five minutes ago. Come on. Just, just let me out. You have no friends. Oh, I got plenty of friends. You have no your friends. They're all here. You have no friends. You can't tell me who my friends are. You have no friends. Okay. You're broken record. Let me down. You have no friends. Let's get this over with. <laughs> You're a pitiful little piece of rule-abiding, sniveling joke. Yep, you're right. You don't even have the fortitude to face up to what you did to that man. You and your partner lied. You shot him dead, and then you lied. And you went to the medium, and you had your mind erased. Or so you say, but it's neither, neither here or there, because it doesn't matter anymore. Because my brains are going to space, right? That's, that's what you said. Is that what you want? Sure. Okay. Let me down. Let's, let's, let's get this over with. How the movie is crap. I want to leave. That's your new home. Okay. Crappy, but I guess that's my new home. That's my new home. How insightful. Two. He wants to get down. He's, he's saying he's ready. He okay. Wants, he wants to get down. So they'll let you down. They'll snip you. Does he get free? Like, sure. the rest of them? Okay. Yes. And then he's like, you know, the weird psychic guy I could understand. Maybe a little bit. But the school teacher, ah, and then he gets really upset. But a kid? Come on! And he starts just punching. Go ahead and roll all three down. Okay, 
Insight die is a four. Mm. They determine that they can't use your gray matter. So they kill you. He realizes that, and as he's swinging away, and as they're closing in, he's like, yeah, you're going to have to kill me because I'm not buying into your bullcrap. And a pincher closes on your throat and crushes your larynx and spine. And that's the end of Cthulhu Dark. So, whew. I didn't know I had quite that much verbal abuse for Jeff. There were some brutal moments. <sighs> yeah. It was so random how this happened, but just the character builds uh-huh. yeah. and the questions were just so, I think, very fitting to get very different type of characters. Yeah. 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 It, it made the dynamics overall very interesting. Fun. And just the roles as well uh-huh. kind of fit the characters as well because I mean the first people to go were was the more the, receptive the, the ones that were more receptive the the guy who's like was a con artist and believed in supernatural stuff and mm-hmm. was gung-ho about the, the aliens he was the first to go and then the kid right okay, and then the school teacher was all about facts was next and the cop who has already been broken down mentally yeah and then rebuilt like to be solid mm-hmm. was the last to go and he didn't actually go he decided to go out fighting rather than be taken and the, the roles all dictated yeah, that it just kind of played out that way yeah i thought it was pretty cool that was mm-hmm. interesting that was pretty cool mm-hmm. i had a lot i'm sorry go ahead. i had a lot of fun playing this character i i had a lot of fun jamming this game i i honestly i think that you know even though it's really rules light um, and the dice are really basic and minimal. I really feel like it could you could do this for an entire campaign, like a oh, good yeah. six session campaign, and it'd be dark and nihilistic and really depressing as all get out. But I think that it could. You'd have to, yeah. but I, I'm not sure if it has to be. I mean, you can do. I think there are other ways to 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 get another story type without everyone dies. Right. That's what in, I'm saying. From this. You'd have to probably build another mechanic into it so that as you get to your six, that doesn't mean total insanity or death. It means something else or... Well, so that's that's what we didn't really play on was at the five, you can start destroying evidence. Yeah, but you still can't go back down to you less can. than You can five. keep doing it. Does it have to be a six-sided die? Yes. Yeah. For, for this one, you can actually do it beyond... So you can do it even when you're below that. So once you hit five the first time, you can do it as much as you'd want. So you can bring your insanity back down to one. So even once you're below five, you can keep going. So once you start the process, oh, you okay. now have I read that differently the that. first time through. And so one of the things that it really it talks about later on in the rules is that it creates another strange dynamic that you will have some of your investigators are out there suppressing the knowledge of whatever you're trying to investigate. So it's almost like you build two sides to it, the ones that are crazy, but now they're trying to, they're playing for the the other team, is mm-hmm. what would end up happening. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we really didn't go into that at all. We, no. we went the opposite direction of trying to proclaim the insanity as opposed to, we need to keep this under wraps. Right. My character, Marston, wasn't trying to proclaim the insanity. Who's trying to proclaim everyone else's insanity? <laughs> yeah. 
I like the rule. I, I, I like the rule system. I think it's pretty neat. I think it's good that it, it doesn't punish the characters for rolling the dice in terms of not getting information. Mm -hmm. Every time you roll the dice, you get something. You get something. Yeah. yeah. There's no actual failure. Yeah. Unless you're in conflict. Conflict. Yeah. 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 And I like that from a design perspective because, you know, we were talking about it earlier. It's like if you read Lovecraftian stories, um, there's not a lot of conflict there because you just you face up to the horrible darkness of what's around you and it just blows your brain out. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the Migo. There is the Migo, our uh, traditional Lovecraftian monster. Apparently they've been used a lot in other role-playing games. But I was reading through the Lovecraft mythos earlier this summer trying to figure out what I would do with the Cthulhu Dark campaign. And I came across the news article for the guys with the TV heads. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's Migos. Migos are doing this. And they're using the TVs because the, the tubes, the tubes are part of it. They literally transplant your brains into tubes and then take those tubes to Pluto because Yagoth in Lovecraftian mythology is Pluto. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was saying stuff about coming to a tiny little solar system and building their last bastion on a small speck. And I thought like they were referring to Earth. No. I, th yeah, I well, thought so I at thought, first, too. Yeah. 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 No, it was Until clear. they said building there. I was like, oh, that sounds like... And they said a, a dark planet somewhere or something. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's... I think I missed that part. I'd already decided it was Earth and kind of... I kind of did, too. And so. just ignored the rest of what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Earth. Yeah. No, other parts of it were Earth. But I feel like towards the end there, I was pushing hard. Yeah. So I apologize if I pushed a little too hard there. Nah. I mean, mm -hmm. the way the story played out... It kind of had to go that way. Well, it kind of had, had to go that way. But it was... And like I said, it was fitting with the dice rolls yeah. of how hard you had to had to push and how hard characters pushed back as well was yeah. very fitting with their their characters. You got the tipping point for Bond was the family yeah. thing, yep. connection. Yeah. And, and it was great that you were a medium right. with a dead father. I mean, right. Was like, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. you couldn't have set that up more beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> and the tipping point for the history professor was the students. Yeah. Mm hmm And, well. <laughs> Knowing that they're aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he kind of, was his name? Jason kind of lost it before he lost it. Yeah, right, left, right. He, he's a, he, was, he started off as a left-wing wacko and yeah. just kind of <laughs> kept on going from there. But that was kind of fun. Yeah. I liked uh, I liked playing that type of character because I haven't played someone who's just completely off the rails. Sam's only kind of off the rails. Yeah. So. I, I think Sam is more off the rails than Sam is willing to admit. I would probably agree with that. And Sam's <laughs> player is willing to admit as well. I would probably agree with that. All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up now. Um, Ellie, thank you so much for sitting in on this yes. one shot. Of course, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that you're enjoying our more roleplay heavy style no in the group yeah i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause, so i i i will i will say you do some awesome roleplaying yeah yes. really like, yeah. yeah that description i felt, I felt really awful about no it that description no. at the end with the the pizza <laughs> that's, and yeah, that's like got me 
chilling. Yeah. Really? It was very yeah. chilling. It, it got me. Oh, I, was like, I, I, I felt like I kept tripping over my words. No, no, no. no but great. Well, I mean, if you if you if you did, it, yeah, that yeah. kind of fits yeah. in character. Sixteen-year-old at that point with that emotional, much emotional mm-hmm. family stress. Everything's going so fast. He be, can't speak in the yeah. same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, that was good. In the middle of that scene, I was looking over, and Aaron's like. I'm just like <laughs> I would like to say that um, with the other campaign we're doing yeah Elements of War last time that I had played I mean I felt very involved because of yeah. your role playing as well yeah but this time I just there was such a connection with my character and how you were portraying the bad guy yeah. that I felt like I needed to go hard with my ending. Yeah. That I felt so involved with how you're coming back with the father. You're not good enough. You are nothing. You are just oh, a yeah. speck of dust in this world. <laughs> blah blah blah. And I was like, oh wow! I'm I actually sorry. felt that. I'm sorry. I felt. Yeah. I felt like my father was actually saying that to me. Yeah, and that's what I meant by going a little too hard. I mean, I might have I pushed buttons, and I like we kind of referred to that in the when we took a break. You mm-hmm. you said you know you, you know the worst thing is someone could do is kill off a character, and I'm like, oh no, the worst thing that someone could do is torture a character. And then I explained how I would torture a character, and then I applied that. To no, that. you explained sure how did. you would torture your player your, your players. Uh, well, I was using the players <laughs> yes. as examples of characters. Yes. I also liked that it wasn't just a dark story. We had a lot of comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. we have the comedic relief. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we don't... To break up the... Uh, I will say, though, there uh, there straight was... Straight up terror. I think there was more so comedic relief in this story than there, say, was in Grin. Oh, or yeah. Well, Grin was... Ten Candles. Grin and Ten Candles, we had all the lights off in the room. We well, had, that that might have been. Really? Yeah, the mood well. was the mood was different. So both um, of those games, candles? the play mechanic no, revolves okay. around fire. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so we That's had candles lit in the the middle of the table. We had oh, lights wow. off, and then for Grin, because it took place in a haunted uh, children's asylum. Right. I had I had Sorry. dolls on the shelves. <laughs> That's so and I had, was creepy. I had. <laughs> I had a toy skeleton spread out uh, the bones like on the table in between the players. Oh, yeah. Oh wow. So it was it was a very atmospheric setup. I would like to also acknowledge all the props that were involved. The oh, pills. The pills. Yeah. Oh. Sent me over the edge. <laughs> That's my actual medication. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so like when you're like, oh, your mom is bedridden and she needs pills. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to take my medicine. So. <laughs> And then I, I had fun with like the lurching around. With the- oh, yeah, yeah that's a, like yeah. I don't know if you all witnessed, but I actually started like it freaked me out when I would see him. No, stand- it was good, right? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, this is good. this is a great one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Great, Definitely, great if we were giving character points for role playing, though, you would get them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just because Jordan can't get them, I can't. No, I can't. We have, yeah, no, we have like, given him to Jordan. Actually, we have yeah. given him to Jordan. I feel like we voted for him, but he, you know, of course. He it was the end it. of Angel's Guard. Yeah. We did, it was like Jordan, best role play. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Aww. So it was so funny. Like, as an aside, I did a book reading challenge called Space Opera September. And, um, like, you could read through it. And if you completed all the challenges, you could name a planet. And so I named my planet Aderin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. That was a character in Yeah, that was a character. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
So, all right, and that's the end. We're gonna go ahead and call it good right there. It's late o'clock, and so we all have to get up and do things tomorrow. So, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope, uh, hope you're not terribly traumatized. Have a great evening. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.